Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 12. And we are so excited that you're here with us today. And as always, please feel free to download and or subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And if you enjoy watching us on YouTube, you can also do that at our YouTube channel, which is at Table and Well Co. So today we're going to be continuing our conversation with um, Lisa and Steve. Forgot his name. That wasn't good. With Lisa and Steve. Um, and continue right where we left off from our last podcast. If you missed the last one, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because there was so much goodness in that podcast and just really cool nuggets for you um, as you listen to that. Um, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about how practice was the key for them in their transformation process. That's the importance of continuing to do it and giving yourself grace and understanding that practice is actually where the transformation happens and practicing in community is actually the best place and almost the only place that really that you can see the transformation that's happening in your life. Um, you're also going to be witness to uh, in the moment revelation that was really excited to talk, exciting to talk about. Um, we were talking a little bit about Psalms 23 and that passage at the point where it says, and you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And as David wrote that, we were just kind of thinking and just, I wonder if that table was actually a community table where there were people with him at that table. He wasn't alone at that table, even though the Lord created the table um, for him and prepared it for him. Was it a table that was meant for family and for community? And we fleshed that out a little bit. And it's just a really interesting conversation um, as we talk through preparing a table for me in the presence of my enemies. So I encourage you to listen. It was a really good conversation uh, that you're going to hear today. And so I'm going to get out of the way and let you guys listen to episode number 12 of the Table and Well podcast. This is, again, with Lisa and Steve and their story from the table. So powerful. I think it's really interesting, Lisa, the way that you were talking about um, having this like almost awakening at the table of like, wait a second. Mm. What, what is this about? It doesn't take forever to build Mm -hmm. depth and connection, but yet I hear you saying through the collabs and such that it did take time though, for you to, to learn and to figure out how to get comfortable and to gain your own skill and to learn how to fully bring these skills into practice, into life where, where it was like, oh, I get the value of this from day one, Mm -hmm. but still discomfort because wait, what's happening to wait, I get what's happening. And now I know how to bring this into my life. Um, We've talked a lot about practice in the collabs and you guys have been just such, gosh, just so beautiful to watch you guys grow and apply this. I'm curious about that. I'm curious about Mm, taking that from that moment of awakening to now bringing this into a place of aliveness in you and in your community and in your family. You've shared a little bit of that with us, but tell us more about that. What has that been like, or what has been your um, discovery on that journey? Um, I, I think the biggest thing for me as um, like 
in other realms, we're really good socially at sharing um, kind of the good parts, the happy things, things that are going well. You know, we're as a society, we have no problem sharing with you what's awesome in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So it feels like when those things are not so awesome that you're kind of on your own in your Mm -hmm. own head and in your own emotional space with that. And um, and I guess for me too, just having spent the first half of my career in the corporate world, a lot of that was like, okay, faucet off in terms of emotions, because those just don't do me any good at work. Um, (laughs) And so for me, that faucet kind of got stuck off (laughs) because it was like, if I didn't see that as productive, I wasn't going to open the faucet to it. And um, (laughs) uh, so for me, one of the epiphanies was I can share a heavy emotion here. And the kind of the healing and the moving forward that happened and the release that happened Mm. and just people being with me in that and knowing that they weren't going to jump in and try to fix me um, and make suggestions. Uh, They weren't going to judge me. They're just going to kind of receive what I had. And for me, logically, prior to experiencing the table, that just didn't compute. Like, Mm -hmm. if I can't Mm -hmm. fix it, why talk about it? (laughs) Like, what's the point? If I can't fix it or if I don't think you have a solution to help fix it, then, you know, because so to me to just see both in my own um, having that environment open to me where I felt safe to be vulnerable because I knew the people were not going to judge me and they were going to honor me and only give me what I asked for. Like, what do you want from the table is mm-hmm. such an amazing, beautiful, empowering healing phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, because so many times we, in our best of heart intentions, we push towards people what we think they need to help move them move forward. We get yep. lots of suggestions for helping mm-hmm. them move forward. Mm-hmm. And actually at work, you get paid for solving those things for yourself <laughs> right. and others. Yep. And so... Um, but you take that into the relational and it doesn't work quite so mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. for me, um, and then the other thing that really surprised me was as you sit at the table and then other people are w- willing to open up and be vulnerable and share, um, you know, their emotions. And it's not like they're backing up a dump truck and, you know, dumping it on the yeah. table. It's just like, okay, this is, this is how I'm checking in, in today. Mm-hmm. And here's just a brief overview of why. Um, just the beauty of seeing them walk through the process of releasing that and them walking through and healing it. Like as we just ended a season with our collab, I just feel like each person there, because they were willing to share their story, mm-hmm. like, I was looking at the most beautiful canvas Mm -hmm. of what God was doing in someone else's life and that that canvas contains bright spots and that canvas contains very, you know, dark and heavy and difficult spots, but that we were able to be used and be able to give them a gift by just sitting with them Mm -hmm. in that, Mm -hmm. like that, that's, that's a solution. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be solved or made better, make the pain go away. It's not, but just um, the ministry of presence and the experience of that gift to me from others at the table, whether virtual or in person, quite Mm -hmm. honestly, it really didn't matter. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, we love to eat good food, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
that yeah. that yeah. was just a beautiful thing to witness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the gift of seeing God's hand in mm-hmm. these other people's lives and to see their um, revelations as they learned and practiced these things with mm-hmm. us. It was just yeah. amazing. I think the thing that just struck me about what you were saying was that I, I think like a lot of times, you know, to go back to like the dump truck analogy is like, you know, we can be in situations where, you know, people just dump their stuff and then it's like, okay, now what, you know, but in the table experience <clears throat> and in the virtual table experience, like Lisa was saying with the, with the um, community and the collab work is that it's like people expose themselves. And, mm-hmm. but then it's like, will you walk with me? Let's walk together in this. And it's a mutual walking along with each other in whatever individual what we bring to to you know the experience of the table with one another um and there there is a i think a shared understanding of of um i'm not coming to you for a solution mm-hmm. um i'm coming to you for partnership and we're going to walk this out together mm-hmm. and how you know whatever way that looks like and you know with god with you know being center focused on god in that we know that walking together, he's going to bring out that solution. Mm-hmm. He's going to equip us each with the tools that we have in our own toolbox um, to, to to bring about that healing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the it is the gift of the Psalm twenty three table. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's exactly. the table in the presence of enemies when mm-hmm. we so often think about. Like, well, I just want the enemies gone. I want them to be defeated. I want that mm-hmm. to be over. Like, can you just get me out of just, here? And, yeah. and the Lord's like, no, I'm going to set a table for you. Yeah. And we're just going to be wow. here together. And I want to mm-hmm. sup yeah. with you. And the yeah. table is that. It's like, whatever you, whatever is going on in your life when you came to mm-hmm. sit at this table, mm-hmm. one, it's going to be acknowledged here yeah. to the point that you feel comfortable. But also, mm-hmm. too, like we can't step into your life and change that circumstance. But what we can do is is hold that with you. Like you said, mm-hmm. Steve, walk with you, give you the gift of our presence. Mm-hmm. And it really is a gift. And I think it's a two-sided gift yeah. that is also a wonderful discovery for me has been not only is it a gift to have people sit with me, but gosh, the honor I feel to sit with other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. to be witness to their story yeah. and to just yeah. grieve with them yeah. or to celebrate with them or to feel sad or anxious with them um, does move from that black and white to alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To actually alive. Yeah. yeah. I have a, just a thought on that. When you just talked about the Psalm 23 table, I think it's really interesting because, you know, so, you know, the Psalm that you set a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And, I would venture to say, I don't know this to be 100% true or accurate, but from what I understand about the culture, the Jewish culture, Hebrew, Hebraic culture, that you really didn't eat alone. Like mm-hmm. there was always somebody with you at the table. Like it was an event. It was like we're coming together as a community or a family to sup together, to eat together, to have, you know, yeah, intimate I, time together so yeah. when even in that in as david was saying that like you set a table for me in the presence of my enemies there's like there's other people at the table with him he wasn't alone mm-hmm. at that table there was a community of people a family of people that were with him in it 
Mm-hmm. Often for Shabbat, they actually set empty places. Yeah. In mm-hmm. case a neighbor comes or yeah. in case a friend mm-hmm. shows up. So I just think I think it's I just even just in, as you were saying that, because, again, we we take our our walk with the Lord. It's very individualistic like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's how we always have done it, because for whatever reason, that's what we were taught. But that was not the way it was designed. It was designed. Mm-hmm. My walk with the Lord is designed to be in community with you, mm-hmm. with Janelle and with the people that are in my life. And so even that idea of you said a table before me in the presence of my enemies was a community table, community table. of people mm-hmm. to be with you in that. So I just think that, yeah. Had that That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. As you were saying that, Tennyson, I, it just, the um, thought that came to me is because of my experience of the table, I now can imagine God setting a table for me in the presence mm-hmm. of my enemies. Wow. Because, like, we don't have a lot of, um, you know, enemy armies assailing us from outside our door, like maybe they did back then. But, you know, our our enemies can be those um, those tough or heavy things in life that Mm -hmm. we can oftentimes really feel alone in carrying. And I just remember specifically, like one time at our virtual table, you know, uh, someone checked in pretty heavy. And just even that practice of like quieting together, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're just going to create open quiet space to sit with you in that yeah it was like um and just to feel and experience the impact of that Mm -hmm. and to watch to watch things that um felt hopeless and dark lift a Mm -hmm. bit just because Mm -hmm. just because we're sitting with you in that i Mm -hmm. mean that i was just amazed i was like people go um you know to I mean, there's a place and a time for counseling, but you can deal with that for years and then have that just in a moment in community with these other people around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, I think, pulls people out of that kind of self-sufficiency and isolation. Mm-hmm. And, like that growth has yeah. to happen mm-hmm. with other yeah. people. But, but I love that picture of a table in the presence of our enemies. Mm-hmm. Um with community and, yeah yeah and with the with the way with the and it, it's so simple it's not like hey there's these secret tools and rhythms you're going to come right. learn like hey right, right, right. <laughs> in five quick steps you know <laughs> it's, it's like um it's so simple and as we learned you know the rhythms we could see the connection between those and just god's dream for us and biblical principles mm-hmm. yeah. um but at the same time, it's a table you could really invite anyone to at any time and know that they would be welcome and honored and um, filled, mm-hmm. I guess, with the experience yeah. of God's love and presence mm-hmm. in and through these other people in a safe environment where, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes um, there's people in our lives we want so much to have them experience the richness of what we've experienced in our relationship mm-hmm. with Christ and our relationship with others, but there's not necessarily somewhere I'm positive that they would be safe, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. truly wow. yeah. honored by all those around them, not judged, right. welcome to be where they are in life and where they are in their relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. whether that's mm-hmm. like, you know, speak to the hand or whether that's, um, you know, embraced and walking yeah. in it for years like people at any place in life mm-hmm. or any place in the relationship with God 
can meet at that table mm-hmm. and connect and that richness. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think that's part of the dream. Mm-hmm. The the how of the dream I've been so excited to see this and yeah. to look at implementing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it takes the gospel and it takes scripture and it just brings it to real mm-hmm. tangible. You know, we for so long the gospel has been this father who wants to be with you and he loves you no matter what. And it's unconditional and he's right here with you. He hasn't gone anywhere and he's not judging you or criticizing you for your, your walk. And he loves you right where you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you look around and you're like, yeah, right. That's never happened for me anywhere. Like that's nice that some imaginary God does that. But as far as I'm concerned, that's (laughs) mystical you know, magic somewhere, you know, because, because my whole life experience and everything when I ache says I'm alone Mm. because I haven't experienced that. And so it just brings, I mean, when Jesus said greater things, will you do, you know, there's a list in scripture of all kinds of healing and casting out of demons, but, but what if, Mm. what if the gift of him being present is part of that greater thing? Yeah, I'm just convinced that I um, shared this a little bit on the last podcast, but just this idea of when Jesus was brought to the earth to redeem all things, he there's a million things that God could have done to redeem all things, right? Mm -hmm. They could have wiped out sin altogether, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) taken out the Roman Empire, like all kinds of crazy things could have been done, but he just simply came and was present. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what he did. You know, and so what if that's part of the greater thing is us learning to come and be present? Mm-hmm. And that really is enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He showed up with his full self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In every situation. And when he did that, things changed mm-hmm. in that. And yes, he was. And people were transformed. Yeah. And yes, he was God, mm-hmm. but he was man mm-hmm. as well. And him, his physical presence in the space and his curiosity and his questions and his uh, bringing who he was, what he carried his presence mm-hmm. to the space is what transformed the space yeah. and transformed mm-hmm. the people. His invitation to come and have a meal with me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, rocked half of society just as it was. Yes. The healings mm-hmm. and yes, all of that, but just people that are like, wait a second, he's eating with who? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. yeah. What is he up to? Right. Yeah. I mean, how was well, entire- something about his like his presence and the way he approached people when he invited them to to have dinner with them? Like I'm thinking like Zacchaeus or whatever. Yeah. Um, Zacchaeus felt comfortable enough to accept that invitation mm-hmm. and to go ahead with it. Uh, and I also I as you were saying that I think about like the um Jesus didn't often answer questions with answers. He often answered questions with questions. Mm-hmm. And story. Yeah. yeah, or story. And how that connects with what happens at the table. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, please go to tableandwellco.com and join our new online community. Or you can sign up for Connections 101, formerly called Community 101. Again, we invite you to join our online community at tableandwellco.com.